Okay, and welcome back to Prompt Up Kicks. If you didn't pick up on it, that was April doing the Triple J Like A Version intro. We were going to use it, but it's probably copyrighted, so we decided against it. But as you guessed it, this episode is going to be about our favourite Like A Versions. Uh, for those of you who don't know and aren't from Australia, Like A Version is, I guess, a series that the radio station Triple J uh, hosts, I guess, it's pretty much like a, their tradition. They'll bring on an artist every yeah. week to do a new cover. And this week's episode is about our favourite covers that have been on there. Yeah, this was the prompt, favourite like a version. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar with the concept, uh, BBC Radio 1, they have like the same sort of thing where they'll bring in an artist and do in uh, a cover of a, a song or something like that. So it's very similar to that. So last episode we talked about Paul Kelly and then a couple episodes before we talked about Paul Kelly and this episode, <laughs> you guessed it. We're talking about Paul Kelly, but not because of his, his singing, but because his song was chosen to be covered by Tasmanian band Luca Barazzi. Ooh, what song did they cover? How to Make Gravy, my oh. favourite Christmas carol. <laughs> Hello Dan, it's Joe here. I hope you're keeping well. It's the 21st of December. Now they're ringing the last bell If I get good behavior I'll be out of here by July Won't you kiss my kids on Christmas Day And please don't let them cry for me well, They uncovered it back in, I want to say 2017, although give or take a year mm -hmm. around that time and it it just suited their cover just fit it really nicely yeah a lot more heavier than the original mm. a bit quicker with its pace they still bring that same sort of emotion that the song has That's though it. the same sort of emotion and they even tweaked the lyrics a little <gasps> bit what did they change so in the original Paul Kelly song, the lyric is, we'll put on Junior Mervyn and push the tables back. And mm. in the Luca Brasi version, they say, we'll put on the Smithies and push the table back in reference to the Smith Street Band. Oh, no. Wait, so who's Junior Mervyn? I don't know. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Paul Kelly knows, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Paul, if you're listening... Shoot, shoot me an email and let me know who yeah, Junior Mervyn is. Yeah, let us know who, who the hell Junior is. I don't think that I had ever heard of the song How to Make Gravy. And I think once Luca Brasi did that cover, it sort of became like very popular at that time. Like a resurgence? Yeah. And like I had a lot of friends being like, oh, this is the best Paul Kelly song. And I'm like, bitch, who even knew this song before this cover? True. I did. Okay. But well, only by like a couple of months. That's because you're like a pretty cool guy. I think one of those, the really interesting thing about that song is that it gives you a god awful recipe yeah. for cracking like, making. Touching on that, my brother Nick followed the recipe like word for word. Yeah. And it tasted like shit. I remember Riley <laughs> just coming back and just spitting out going, Nick, that was foul. Oh, so many people do. They try to recreate the gravy that they like list out in that song. I even think like Triple J did an article on it. Like how does Paul Kelly's gravy recipe like match up? Yeah. And... Like well, what, who, why? <sighs> I don't know. It's got nothing on the gravy from KFC. So <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even come with mash. So what's the point? 
Yeah. Like, I don't Paul wanna... Kelly, like, it's a great song, but your recipe's a bit off, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to chip any of my chippies in it. Hey, who's gonna make the gravy now? I better won't say same. Sad flower salt, a little red wine. Don't forget tomato sauce. So when your brother made it, did he just like serve it and then everyone just sort of poured it onto their meal? No, like he made it and then it was an option and Riley just took <laughs> took a bit of a gamble, trusted Nick on it and yeah. just it tasted so bad. <laughs> oh God. Did it ruin his whole meal? I think he still ate it because he was pretty hungry, but he wasn't impressed. <laughs> oh, classic. Like just going on, oh, Nick, this tastes like fucking shit. <laughs> Nick's like, don't look at me. Paul Kelly did it. Yeah, it was Paul Kelly's fault. How how dare he do that to us? Yeah, like, so, like, Luca Brasi with a cover. If they're going to change the lyrics, they may as well change the gravy recipe, too. Right? He sh- they <laughs> should make it edible. proper. Yeah. yeah. They should be like, and a cup of drippings. Scrape off the pan. So you get the meat flavor through the gravy. Yeah. Put a dash of flour and make a roux. Add a little bit of water and watch it thicken. Mm. Salt and pepper, just a bit to taste. Pour it on your meats. I'd recommend it with beef. If you're doing it for chicken, put in some rosemary. Yeah? Yeah, I think that that's actually how the song should go. I would have just omitted the whole verse and just said go to Woolies and get some grey dots <laughs> so instead uh, the instead of a song being called how to make gravy it'll be how to buy gravy hey you still make it you still gotta get three t- tablespoons and put it in 250 mils of boiling water and stir over a spoon for a minute uh huh it's still technically making the gravy you are making the gravy but where is the flavour where is the depth and complexity not in Paul Kelly's recipe apparently <laughs> atrocious oh. Paul even then I feel like he should have been very specific like this specific red wine and only Heinz tomato sauce yeah like what if it was supposed to be Shiraz and I used a Chardonnay like what's going to happen there maybe he was saying tomato sauce for the sake of like the rhyme scheme or something like that and he actually meant tomato paste because that has a much richer flavor yeah so like you got this poor bastard squirting heinz tomato sauce into this <laughs> horrific gravy mix and it's never gonna but taste it's supposed the same. to be bloody legos tomato paste <laughs> not even legos it's gonna be like the good one like the il nuti or something the one that comes in like a tube <sighs> biggest money grab ever <laughs> just go to the deli grab a handful of tomatoes and stomp on them uh this just in paul kelly has business connections with big gravy big gravox <laughs> big graviceutical <laughs> yeah but um no luca brasi really really did nail the cover I yeah think so and it's really nice to have a a like a version of an like an australian artist doing another australian artist yeah as well. covering a classic as well yeah and they did they release it around christmas time couldn't tell you probably uh, should have done some research but no I don't Classic. think so. Chris should have done his research. P's get degrees, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I'm not going to touch on that because I didn't finish university. All right, so moving on. <laughs> In other news. Um, yeah, but that's my choice for this prompt. What's mm-hmm. yours? Uh, so my favorite 
like a version is when Denzel Curry came on and he did Bulls on Parade, originally by Rage Against the Machine. Go ahead, yeah! such a like it's such a good song i've said it before that i don't really appreciate covers that sound exactly like the same like exactly the same as the original song yeah obviously fools on parade you can't change it too much otherwise you're like missing that sort of fiery energy that you're getting that from angst. rage yeah. yeah um as much as the music is like the exact same as rage against the machine uh denzel curry does actually like include his own yeah he has a verse yeah he raps, has his yeah. own verse like written in there and i really love that verse because of like the rhythm that he's put like into it um like there's like like i guess little would you call them throplets i don't know the proper poetic term for it but it'll be like three syllable three syllable three syllable three syllable and it's just it's just really punchy are great relevant yeah they were all like really relevant because i the think time. it came out around the time of the um, blm protests so yeah um it was a central theme yeah and it was very much like anti-trump because he was in office at that time i think it's a great like aversion it's a great like aversion a few of our listeners will also agree i only recently found out that like aversions aren't live anymore yeah yeah <laughs> so i like when i first heard the cover I didn't drive at the time, so it was not like I had listened to it on the radio. I just saw the video of the performance of it, and I was like, whoa, he performed this, and they aired it live. That's so cool. Until, like, in hindsight, I was like, oh, they filmed that, like, a couple of days before or something, something like that. Yeah. You know why? Well, why? not you know why, but there's an example of when they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Catfish and the Bottleman covered the killers, Read My Mind. Yeah. And he starts singing the, like, previous verse again. Oh. Like, instead of verse two, he starts singing verse one again. And yeah. then realizes and has yeah. to stop and start again. <laughs> and then, like, if you go listen to it, it's still, like, in the um, version that's on Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's funny. I guess it's cool. It's, like, one of those things where it's, like, I guess when they're pre-recording it, you lose that, like, magic of live music. Well, that's and what he says broadcast. when he realizes he stuffs up. He goes, live music. That's what the kids want, yeah? <laughs> Wait, a catfish in the bottom, are they British? Yeah. 
Oh, I thought they were Australian. No, they're English. I've been You're living my whole like life. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not getting the mix up. I just always thought that they were Australian because no. I thought they were toured with Gang of Youths. Am I wrong? No, you're probably right, but they're English. Huh. No, Australians don't tour with people from other countries. That's absurd. It's not as if Five Seconds of Summer toured with One Direction. Did they? I think they did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did. So what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Back to Denzel Curry. Yeah, it's a really spicy like a version. It's such a spicy like a version. I just wanted to say that because his last name's Curry. Uh, Go on. I hate you. <laughs> I have nothing more to say. It's just a really good cover. It has a lot of energy to it. Yeah. I feel like it'd make a great hype song. It does make a great hype song. There's been times where we've slapped it on at pre's and it's really elevated the mood. Yeah. Just it's hard to be sad, like yeah. sad when you're listening to that song. It just makes you want to get stuff done. It makes you want to punch someone. Or in some other people's cases, throw a beer bottle at a wall. Did you do that? No, but I've seen it happen. I don't throw beer bottles at walls because I understand there's going to be a mess to clean up and I wouldn't want anyone to do that. You also understand the ba- value of a glass bottle. You're like, that's, that's- 10 cents, brother. <laughs> exactly. I can be taking that down to the return and earn. Speaking of return and earn, off topic, but on topic. Because of the lockdown, all return and earn machines i guess have been closed across greater sydney Mm -hmm. so i can't even collect the refund you know what's so stupid about that they have all like on the machines they all have notices like uh due to the fact that we can't clean them in between people uh doing it we have to close it because of covid but you're literally going to a rubbish bin as if people aren't going to be washing their hands Wear, after using the machine. Or wearing gloves. Yeah, as well. exactly. Like they're just assuming that people are grubs. I know, and and it's also like one of the main sources of incomes for like a lot of homeless people that you see around town. They'll be just collecting bottles and stuff out of the yeah. bins, and you're just like just people who are like disadvantaged already. Yeah. So like, if Denzel Curry was going to cover bulls on parade in this present day and age i feel like his verse would be centered a lot around the closure of the return and machines <laughs> and the hard hitting topics yeah like the things that matter rally run the family a bucket full of cans that i can't cash in <laughs> yeah pocket full of cans i love that <laughs> uh my favorite um if i were ever going to, to cover uh, if I were going to cover Bulls on Parade, obviously, I, as much as I like to think that I'm a very angry and forceful, like, cool kind of person who can pull off being like, go in and out. Like, yeah. obviously, I'm I'm a little bit too meek for that. I'm a little bit too goofy, loosey-goosey. So, so I came up with my own version. This like a version is by April Layton, and it goes a little bit something like this. Went down to the beach and got a pocket full of shells. I climbed all the ocean and got a pocket full of shells. I found myself a conch. I got a pocket full of shells. April's at the beach. Do, 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 do. April's at the beach. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. my uh, I Someone misses the beach. <laughs> I just miss summertime, you know, guys? It's funny you say that because I'd have my own cover of it. Uh-huh. What's your cover of it? Back from when I used to work at, like, Bernardi's Marketplace in Bathurst. Okay. Running around Bernardi's looking for Shell because <laughs> Shell was our supervisor. <laughs> Running around Bernardi's and I'm looking for Shell. Yeah, that's it. I gotta work out my roster. So I'm looking for a show. I don't know where this stock goes, so I'm looking for a show. 
I got a box full of stock. So I'm going to put it on a shelf. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> Just watch the analytics after this episode. Oh, no, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Skyrocket. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, Bulls on Parade, Denzel Curry, Luca Brasi. How to make gravy. Yeah. I think that is a very strong pick for you. Do you have an honorable mention to follow that up? It's been tough. Mm-hmm. Because I really like like a version. Like like a version. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, you like like them? Why don't you marry them? <laughs> um, so, it was hard for me to narrow it down. Just out of spite, I really wanted to go to Alex Lay just to annoy you. But no. I couldn't. Cause could you? You lied to myself. <laughs> it's, it's not a good cover, as I have stated previously. Like, just at a glance, I'm just going to go with Skeggs. Mm-hmm. Covering the Pixies, Here Comes Your Man. Here comes your man. You don't know the original? No, I don't know it. Do you listen to the Pixies much? No, just like that and Where Is My Mind. <laughs> Does the cover like stray far away from like the original? No, so you're probably going to hate it because it's very similar to the original. So like beach rocky kind of feel? Yeah. Okay. I think the tempo of the Skeggs version is a little bit quicker than the original. Mm. So I guess that is a bit different. <laughs> it, the Skeggs one sort of feels like, it feels as if it came out in the 50s kind of thing. Like Beach Boys kind of vibe. I was getting B-52 vibe. vibes from it. Are you getting B-52 vibes because like they're a beach rock band, band yeah. and a beach rock, you could probably like describe it like a rock lobster? Skidoobadabop. Here we go. Skidoobadabop. They are a beach rock band. <laughs> it's just like a different genre of beach rock. It's like Australian surf rock. Okay, that's still a beach, and they still make beach. rock music, so it's rock. a beach rock music. Sedimentary or metamorphic? No, it's just got really nice vibes to it. It's something I'd put on during the summer, I'd think. Yeah. As I'm driving to the beach. Ooh, let's go to the beach, beach. Yeah, Skeggs, here comes your man. It's it's a recent, like, a version, I think, last year or... Yeah, last year they did it. Okay. Something different. Yeah. By saying something different, something that's not different, because it sounds pretty similar to the original. What's your honorable mention? So my honorable mention is You Don't Get Me High Anymore, uh, covered by Pup. P-U-P? Yeah, P-U-P. Yep. Uh, originally by Fantogram. Yeah. Never heard of them. I had never heard of them either until I had heard this cover. Yeah. Um, so I first heard the cover, really liked the song. It has like such high energy and I love the uh, sort of, I guess, desperation behind the vocals because mm. the song itself, it's like, you don't get me high anymore. I, I think that it's about like, you could either say that it's about like falling out of love with someone and you don't. Like, is that the metaphorical? And then the literal would be like, just you have such a high tolerance for drugs that I don't yeah. get you high anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't relate to that. I don't do drugs. We don't so condone I, it either. I don't condone it. Um, so I don't understand 
what that actually feels like. But then you go back to like the original by Fantagram and it is more of like a electronic sort of feel to it. Is it a slow burner? It's not like a slow burner. It's like, it's still pretty fun. Um, I think one of the interesting things about the like pup like a version. So that one was released in 2017, I believe. And then in 2019, Billie Eilish went onto BBC Radio 1. So not even ABC, Triple J, like a version in Australia. She went over to the Britain Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah. And she did a cover of um, You Don't Get Me High Anymore. And it's m- obviously more of like Billie Eilish's like ethereal, soft, Acoustic. lyrical. Yeah. She had the um, like the music accompanying her was just like a guy on an acoustic guitar, which I feel like it doesn't fit the vibe of the song. The, the vibe of the song just feels very desperate. Do you think Pup nailed it? Yeah. I feel like Pup nailed it. Gnarly dude. <laughs> I'm Rock sure, on, sister. I'm pretty sure Pup are Canadian. Yeah. Good for them. Do you listen to the band Pup? I do like their stuff. I don't, like, listen to them like, regularly. Not religiously, but, like, if they were to come on, you wouldn't skip it. Yeah. However, whenever I see, like, their band name, I just think about how there's a whole bunch of, like, gay furries that will call themselves a little pup. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure their Instagram name, they've, like, got it, like, spelled out Pup the band <laughs> yeah so that no one confuses them with puppy max 69 or whatever yeah that's probably why <laughs> to specify that they are not the pup that you're looking for they make music not perform heinous, heinous sex acts hey who's who is who is no hey uh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I am not gonna yuck your yum if that's what you're into. Anyway, this has been Prompt Up Cakes. I'm your host Chris, and I'm your host April. And until next time, stay groovy. Yeah, like just be a good person and keep listening to this podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>